timeout when there's gaps in coverage every team needs a player they can count on to help aflac supplemental insurance can help close the gap between what health insurance covers and what it doesn't when you're sick or injured bills can rack up fast aflac pays cash that can be put towards medical expenses like co-pays or even non-medical expenses like rent or groceries get help with expenses health insurance doesn't cover Visit Aflac.com to learn more. As a professional welder, Shayna Ford uses Forge FX to practice over and over, which helps her improve her skills. The more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Apple Card is the perfect cashback rewards credit card. You earn up to 3% daily cash on every purchase every day. That's 3% on your favorite products at Apple. 2% on all other Apple Card with Apple Pay purchases, and 1% on anything you buy with your titanium Apple Card or virtual card number. Visit apple.co slash card calculator to see how much you can earn. Apple Card issued by Goldman Sachs Bank USA, Salt Lake City Branch. Subject to credit approval. Terms apply. Thanks for listening to the Herd Podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday from 12 to 3 Eastern, 9 to noon Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and FS1. Find your local station for the Herd at FoxSportsRadio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching Herd. Now let's get this party started. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. Here we go. It is a Thursday live in Los Angeles. It's the Herd. Wet Los Angeles. Never-ending rain, Los Angeles. iHeartRadio, Fox Sports Radio, FS1. New affiliate today, 1190 iHeart Sports DC Radio. Welcome in, DC. One of the smartest areas in the country. You know the area, Jason McIntyre, alongside from the area. Middle school, elementary school, high school, all in. Northern Virginia. You're not loyal to any of their team. Hey, hey now, hey now. I love the Washington Bullets back, back well, in so the So did 80s. I. Elvin yes. Hayes, Unseld, Phil Chenier, Bobby Danner, Kevin Greevy. Yes. Ooh, look, look at, at Ryan. that. Ryan's looking at us like we're two old guys. I remember those teams. They played the Sonics in finals. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, it's good to be here today. Um, now we got rumors and they're heating up. J-Mac was right on this. Raiders want Brady. From the Las Vegas Review-Journal, owner Mark Davis, the reason they sat, benched Derek Carr, they wanted to keep him healthy so they wouldn't have to pay him. It was a health issue, nothing personal, but Mark Davis, the owner, wants a new quarterback. Financial risk of paying him, they benched him. They also have Max Crosby in his prime, Devontae Adams in his prime, Darren Waller, Josh Jacobs. They want to get the most out of those star players. So if the Raiders can't trade him, according to the Las Vegas Review-Journal, they are willing to cut him, cut Derek Carr, a quarterback for the D.C. listeners. I like Derek Carr. I think he's a top 12 quarterback, maybe 11 or 12, but I like him. They're going to move on and and incur a very small, you know, $5.5 million hard cap hit. So it does say Jimmy Garoppolo is also somebody they'd be interested in. So, you know, Brady and Garoppolo have been in a lot of big games. Derek Carr has not. So there's your story to start the day. Um, They don't have to make some deal for Brady. He's a free agent. They don't have to surrender picks, and they'll probably get a pick for Derek Carr. It is not a perfect fit if Tom Brady went there. 
Josh McDaniels, he's comfortable with him, and Brady likes comfort, but he's never proven to be a successful head coach. A lot of critics with Josh McDaniels' game management. Lost a lot of leads this year. Uh, the defense, the secondary is a mess. They got their first pick should be a corner. Their second pick should be a safety. Uh, their their secondary is a mess. O line's fine, not great, but it's top 12, 13 in the league. Um, but the Raiders do, and this is important. They're the opposite of the Colts. They have holes, but they check the right boxes. Left tackle, Colton Miller, good starter. Star receiver, star edge rusher. Brady would be the star quarterback. Offensive head coach in 2022. So the boxes are checked. They have to go out and get a good corner. They're a mess in the secondary. Other than that, in 2022, there are certain positions. The Colts have a good roster. They don't check some of the key boxes. Raiders check almost all the key boxes, but they got holes on the roster. Uh, I also believe the Raiders will get another pick, a second or third round pick, uh, for Derek Carr. I mean, are you going to tell me that Derek Carr to stabilize the New York Jets situation is not worth a second or a third round pick? Second and third round picks, 30% of them are busts. Derek Carr's not going to be a bust. Here's Albert Breer, though, yesterday on the interesting potential timing of a move for Derek Carr. The Raiders have to make a decision on this by February 15th. Um, they, they cannot have him on their roster without either a deal agreed to um, or, you know, an agreement to cut him uh, after February 15th because that's when his guarantees vest. And so, like, to get a trade partner, you'd be asking for that team to move way ahead of the market and say, we're going to lock in with Derek Carr as our quarterback on Valentine's Day. Okay, now that sounds fast. But remember, the teams that would want Derek Carr, Indy, uh, the Jets, perhaps Houston, the bad teams, or the teams that won't make the playoffs, their season's done Sunday. Sunday's January 8th. I know that because Friday, tomorrow's my birthday, January 6th. No big deal. No, no reason to mention it or lather me with attention. There's no reason. So Sunday's January 8th. You got five weeks. Never forget Matt Stafford. The Rams got Matt Stafford. Do you know when they made that deal? End of January. They were a good team. <laughs> All right. So they were a very good team. So I think it's doable. I think it's going to happen. I think the bad teams have plenty of time. And I think Derek Carr, we're going to play a little game Next hour, where he's going to land. I think there's a lot of places. Derek Carr doesn't get hurt much. Miami's going to consider him. The Jets will consider him. Houston has to consider him. Uh, the offseason for the NFL has really replaced the hot stove league in baseball and the NBA free agency. There are going to be so many big moves, many at quarterback. All right, so the rumors on Brady moving. Now the Las Vegas Review-Journal has it sourced. The Raiders want Brady. May have to settle for Garoppolo, but they want Brady. Okay, here's the other set of rumors. Jim Harbaugh, NFL. Now, we told you The Athletic, a great subscription service, Monday reported Harbaugh's leaving Michigan if he gets an NFL offer. That's what they're reporting. Their reporting's usually accurate. Here we know David Tepper has met with Harbaugh and his people. David Tepper is the rich guy. I think he's the richest owner in the NFL, first, second, third richest guy. He's met with Harbaugh and his people. So this is real. I will say this, though, from a Michigan perspective. Michigan was behind Ohio State for about 20 years, they have been. They're finally on equal footing. Maybe you could argue because they have a clear offensive identity, maybe they have a slight edge on Ohio State. If Harbaugh leaves and they whiff on the next hire, and they've done that multiple times, they will be a doormat for the Buckeyes in one year. You also have Lincoln Riley and USC in that offense coming to the Big Ten. 
So two of the last three hires for Michigan football have been whiffs. And I looked at a list yesterday of the possible replacements. It was weak. I mean, I like David Shaw, but he replaced Harbaugh and Stanford. Last couple years, it's been bad. Matt Campbell at Iowa State, I think he's a very good coach. Last year, without Brock Purdy, they were terrible. Uh, Bill O'Brien, solid, solid, but he's not Jim Harbaugh. Jim Harbaugh has massive leverage. If he gets an offer, he's taking it, according to The Athletic. And Michigan is not only relevant for the first time in a long time, they're really good. And this has to be considered. I mean, Notre Dame, I thought, did a very good job replacing Brian Kelly. Marcus Freeman's young, energy, good-looking, great recruiters. Players loved him. They went from a national championship kind of conversation to nine wins. Everybody's playing 12 and 13 games. Nine wins. Couldn't beat USC. Nine wins. In Southern schools, it's different. There are far more great high school football players in Georgia, Bama, Florida, Texas, Southern California than there are in Northern schools. A lot of times, warm weather schools just have to ask a recruit to come to their school. You have to sell a warm weather athlete to go play in the cold. So LSU has hired two coaches they had to fire. Les Miles and Ed Orgeron. And they both still won national titles. Ed Orgeron was viewed kind of as a mistake. And he won a national title. I could argue that Joe Burrow team's the best college football team of all time. It's in a short list of top two or three. And Ed Orgeron's not considered an elite college coach. So you can miss in the South and still get the 9-10 wins. Win a natty. Michigan hires the wrong coach. They're a six-win team in a year. Fast. Northern schools miss punitive. Southern schools miss if the guy can recruit like Ron Zook, the next guy comes in Urban Meyer and wins some titles. So the Big Ten TV contract is brand new and it kicks in in July. If I was Michigan, I'd think long and hard about being outbid by the Carolina Panthers. I would that the money right now in the Big Ten is massive. It's still one of the only basketball conferences that matter. The football conference is hugely popular. The ratings are going up. Here comes UCLA. Here comes Lincoln Riley and USC. Spend the money. Two of the last three hires for Michigan. Michigan's a unique school. Ann Arbor's a unique community. Uh, Rich Rod just didn't fit at all. Brady Hoke didn't fit. Uh, Harbaugh sometimes awkward works. So this is really interesting. The Athletic reported Monday, if he gets an offer, he's out. I told you, when they when that athletic director made him redo his contract and take a pay cut, that's like unprecedented. Remember the one time Saban lost to Auburn? I think it was that kick return game. And Alabama boosters got a little high and mighty for about five minutes. Oh, no, if we need Nick Saban. He got the Texas offer 15 minutes later. Not only did Bama sign him to a record contract, eventually one of the boosters had to give him a Mercedes dealer and buy him a house on a lake in Georgia. Although that had to pay off his mortgage. Don't matter. If you get a top coach and there's about eight great ones, don't ask them for pay cuts. Take care of them. There's very little great in the world. NFL's got five good owners. NFL's got five great quarterbacks. NFL's got five or six great coaches, five or six great coordinators. Not a lot of great out there. Harbaugh's great. Okay. 
Greg Cosell, NFL Meat Sandwich, one hour from now. Be sure to catch live editions of The Herd weekdays at noon Eastern, 9 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio, FS1, and the iHeartRadio app. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted, so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. The thrill and excitement of March Mania is here. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app. The code is HERD, H-E-R-D. New customers can bet 5 bucks, get $150 instantly in bonus bets. That's only at DraftKings Sportsbook and only with the code HERD, H-E-R-D. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or in West Virginia, visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-367. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort in Kansas, 21 plus, age varies by jurisdiction, void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.com slash bball for eligibility and deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. Apple Card is the perfect cashback rewards credit card. You earn up to 3% daily cash on every purchase every day. That's 3% on your favorite products at Apple, 2% on all other Apple Card with Apple Pay purchases, and 1% on anything you buy with your titanium Apple Card or virtual card number. Visit apple.co slash card calculator to see how much you can earn. Apple Card issued by Goldman Sachs Bank USA, Salt Lake City branch. Subject to credit approval. Terms apply. You're now entering the Noble Zone, sponsored by Credible. Great rates. None of the bull. So in the NFL, there's the great teams that are a lot of fun to watch. You know, your Buffaloes, your Cincinnati's, your Kansas City's, Philadelphia for most of the year. We all know who they are. Uh, There's your bad teams nobody wants to watch. Uh, Chicago got to be ugly at the end of the year. Uh, Houston, uh, New Orleans wasn't very good. Uh, Your Atlanta's. Uh, And you get those teams in the middle. It depends on who they play. Detroit's a very average team. But I thought they were a top five or six watch in the league. So they play Sunday night football. It's going to be a really good game. It's Green Bay uh, at Lambeau against the Detroit team that's not nearly as good on the road. Jared Goff's home and road splits are dramatic when he goes on the road. He's very good in a clean pocket. He's good in a dome. He was good when he played for the Rams on sunny days. You get him with some pressure. You get him on the road. He's not as good. I would expect um, Green Bay to win this game. So... But Green Bay 
deserves a lot of credit for finding their identity. Now, most Packer fans will tell you they knew what it should have been in September, October. A 55-45 to run first, play-action pass team, lean on Aaron Jones and A.J. Dillon. They've only really got one deep threat, and he's a rookie. Christian Watson has had injury uh, you know, misses this year, this year. Very, very fast kid, young kid. He's not going to be a star in the playoffs. Rookie receivers, you know, rarely are, especially when they come from FCS schools. Next year, he's probably a different level player. But during their four-game winning streak, it's a good story, and they're a good team. But Aaron Rodgers in the four-game winning streak has a passer rating at 87, four touchdowns, two picks. McDonald's also has a great identity. It doesn't make it a great burger. So I think Detroit has an outside shot to win this game, but I thought Minnesota would give the Packers trouble last week, and they were awful. Um, I think Green Bay will eventually meet its ceiling. If, If the playoffs started today, the most likely adversaries slash opponents the Packers would face would be at San Francisco, then at Philly, at Dallas. I do not think this team can beat those three teams on the road. I just don't think they have enough offense. Five times this year, Aaron Rodgers threw under 200 yards. No times he threw over 300 yards. Romeo Dobbs, you don't trust him. Uh, It's just they have one good tight end. They have one really fast rookie receiver. They're kind of a limited team at Philly, at San Francisco, even at Dallas. I would take them as an underdog, maybe significantly at San Francisco and at Philly. Dan Campbell, though, has made Detroit relevant. It's easy to root for them. The most fun average team in the league to watch. His thoughts on Sunday's matchup. The guy is a hell of a player. And so it doesn't matter if it's Sunday night, Sunday afternoon. You're playing for playoffs. It's first game of the year. Like, to me, he he's a handful no matter when you play him. I just don't see anything different. I, I see an, an outstanding quarterback who has played uh, – and had an outstanding career, and I would anticipate he's going to play one of his best games again. Uh, talking about Aaron, Aaron Rodgers, obviously, but in that four-game winning streak, they've beaten the backup quarterback for the Rams, the Bears that were an awful football team in the last month and a half, two months, um, and even Miami, they trailed by two touchdowns. Tua had a late first-half concussion. Nobody diagnosed it. Two in the second half gave them all sorts of interceptions. Remember, half of the Packers' takeaways this year on defense, half have come in the last four games. Backup quarterbacks, Justin Fields behind a bad O-line, Tua who was concussed, and then last week, the Vikings inexplicably melted. I don't know what happened. I thought Minnesota would give them a push. But maybe that's just the reality of Kirk Cousins and that offense in big spots. J-Mac with the news. No, 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 no. Turn on the news. This is the Herdline News. Got some good news out of the gate. Damar Hamlin. This is good news. Reports are, according to the Bills, he's shown remarkable improvement over the last 24 hours. He appears to be neurologically intact and his lungs are continuing to heal. Still in critical condition, but is making steady progress. According to Ian Rappaport, uh, DeMar Hamlin opened his eyes last night. Also a good sign is gripping the hands of those around him in the room. Oh, so that's great. A lot of good stuff to report all around from NFL Network. Obviously, this is uh, you know weighing heavily on the Bills this week, sure. and everybody's really rooting for DeMar Hamlin. Uh, next up, the Jets and Zach Wilson. You know, listen, we keep talking about quarterbacks. This is fun, Colin, not for my Jets. Robert Sala insists... Zach Wilson is in the team's future plans. I don't know how you do that with Mike White, Zach Wilson, and allegedly another quarterback coming in. But Salah spoke yesterday and said they hope 
Zach Wilson takes a break from football in the offseason. Oh, boy. And they're committed to making the partnership work. All right. I think the greatest strength and greatest gift you can give yourself as a human is to figure out what's important to you. What do you value and uh, and how can you stick to those values day in and day out? That is the greatest gift you can give yourself is to discover yourself. And um, and I think Zach needs to get away, read a book and figure that out. Uh, Zach has got all the talent in the world and we have all the confidence in the world in him. It's just, like I said, from this reset, and we're, we're going we're gonna to grind with him. We are. And uh, and through hell or high water, we're going to figure out how to how to get him to where we know he can be. So I'm reading into this. What he's basically saying is Zach needs to commit to football and figure out if he loves football. Because right now he's talented and likes football. But that's pretty easy to read the tea leaves. There. What he's basically saying he needs to get away. If you go back to the beginning of that bite, he doesn't, Zach Wilson doesn't love football. He's got to figure out what matters to him in life. Because he's saying football's not that important. And this, this is, was always my knock. Out of college, I called Zach Wilson. Johnny Manziel with a better arm. Zach Wilson came from wealth. Uh, Johnny Manziel came from wealth, affluenza, as as Channing Crowder called it. You've had things given to you. You've never had the struggle of other kids. And football's important, but it's not that important. And Johnny Manziel was never dedicated. And Zach Wilson's never, according to that, that tells me he likes football. He doesn't live football like a Russell Wilson, like a Tom Brady, like a Peyton Manning, like a Drew Brees, like a like any great player, like Patrick Mahomes, like Josh Allen. I don't know. I think he thinks to take a break from the media. They're really driving this story. Like, you can't have Zach Wilson show up in camp. That's all anybody's going to be doing. They're, the fans that are going to be there are going to be booing him. The media is going to be asking, Zach Wilson, who's the starter? It, it, I don't know if there's a solution of him being on the team next year. Can you argue... Some have pushed back on Derek Carr in New York. They think he's too soft, he's too finesse, he's West Coast, he won't handle New York. Is I've always found the difference between like New York and Boston this. Boston will tell you they love you right out of the gate, but no matter how great you are, they'll eventually hate you. Ted Williams, <laughs> Manny Ramirez, Brady, they're just angry at the weather, the world. New York is hard to penetrate. But once you do, yes. they'll have your back forever. Yeah. They're going to test you early. They'll yeah. T- yeah, but but once your Joe Torrey came in with a, a very average record. But once Torrey was the man, Torrey is a made yeah. man in New York. Eli Manning was rough early. They were tough on him in New York. What, New Yorkers have your back forever. They're totally authentic, totally loyal. But they're hard early. Boston's like, oh, fences make good neighbors. We love you. The minute you leave, regardless of why, Brady left because he, you know, he gave him seven trophies or six trophies, yeah. and they badmouth him now. It, there's almost a level of high school to it. You show up at high school the first day. The do big kids are going to push you around. Can can you stand up to them? You're going to be tough. And I feel like Zach Wilson has wilted a little bit. Remember, he's been in the system for two years, Colin. Have you seen progress? No. Okay. Imagine if I were on the show for two years. Oh. And I was sputtering and struggling. Oh, you'd, be you'd be like, what, what, are, dude, we doing? what are we doing here, we have bailed way Time faster than Zach on. Wilson. And I'll remind you. They owe him $9 million. <laughs> oh, who cares? What? Well, if you're paying Derek Carr 30, your quarterback salary well, now is 30 plus 9 okay. and the backup, Mike okay, White. Okay, but you have two good receivers, young you're not paying. You had a great draft. Those guys you're not paying. I think that stuff, that stuff gets over... You're paying him $9 million, and you have to, let's say you pay Derek Carr 24 because his market's not that dynamic. You pay him 24 But many of your best players are still on rookie contracts because you've had back-to-back great drafts. Yeah. 
So I don't worry too much. It's like I always said, you could move Aaron Rodgers. If Jordan Love could play for two years, you're not paying Jordan Love, so the dead cap hit's not as relevant. Well, remember Baker Mayfield with the Browns, okay? They were paying Baker and then Jacoby Brissett, and they structured Deshaun Watson, so he made, like, no money this year also for the non-football You can, uh, you non can play stuff. around with a lot of You can of mess that. around with it, yeah. So uh, we'll get back to quarterbacks later in the show, I okay. believe. Uh, final story, Denver Broncos season coming to an end. The search for the next head coach is about to heat up. A lot of talk on this show about Jim Harbaugh. Sean Payton. Ooh, I want to hear this. After the disaster with Nathaniel Hackett, Denver needs to make the right choice. And Russell Wilson, he's given his input on what he's looking for in a new head coach. What we desire and what we want as players is um, we all want to win, you know. We, we, want, we, want, we, we want a winner. We want a person that's going to encourage us and challenge us at the same time, push us to the, the furthest, to the edge every day, and, uh, and also teach us you know how to be uh, better men every day too, and and all that, all that, all that, all that counts. You know, <clears throat> you know I love it here, and it's going to be special, and I'm looking forward to whoever that may be. Yeah, so it, this is an interesting game. So the Chargers and the Broncos. The char. If I'm the Chargers, Derwin James health, Bosa's health, Mike Williams health. So I would love to rest everybody as we go into the playoffs. Did you see the line on that yeah, screen? Yeah, that's telling you the Chargers going to bring that up. Yeah, so the yeah, Chargers yeah. are going to rest people. But here's my thing with the Chargers: this is a this has always been a wildly temperamental franchise that's all over the map. Are you ready to mail in this last week? Throw in a dud? Like I'm not going to rest offensive linemen. If, is Herbert playing? It's fascinating to me. Like well, the Chargers are on a roll. I think I'd go to I think I'd go to Denver and try to win the game. Well, the good news for them is the Bengals. Uh, Ravens game is at 1 o'clock. So they'll get to see that result. If the Ravens lose, the Chargers are locked in at 5 and will play Tennessee or Jacksonville. I still want to win. I want I want my guys out I want to play Tennessee or Jacksonville next round. I don't want to face Kansas City, Cincy, or Buffalo on the road. That's a much tougher game. Like, you got to go to Jacksonville? Is that a tall order? you got to go face Josh Dobbs in Tennessee? Let me tell you something. Today, Chargers at Jacksonville, who would you take? Chargers. Not even. It's. I don't even know that it's particularly close this team is totally different with a healthy offensive line All right, and I, Bosa and Mack no, on the other you side. You know I'm a Charger guy. I'm just saying. Well, I'm a Justin Herbert guy. Yeah. You know, I got a Chargers t-shirt. I <laughs> went to a game this season. No, I, I, I like know. this team. I know. I have three friends, four, four friends who bought season tickets to the Chargers. Yeah. Because of Justin Herbert. Uh-huh. Literally got them to buy a seat. So all you teams out there, Washington's our new affiliate, that, that don't understand the urgency of quarterback in Los Angeles, which has two NFL, two NBA, two everything. USC, UCLA, Clippers, Lakers, Dodgers. Justin Herbert driving people, the value of the star quarterback, yeah. driving people to buy season tickets in a city that's got two of everything. Yeah. So Washington make a run at Derek Carr. Derek Carr's now all of a sudden got a bunch of suitors, huh? I, I've told you before, we both agree this. Washington's got a good roster. I, we may not love the coach yeah. and the quarterback, but they got the roster. Run defense is there. Skill position guys. Terry McLaurin. Good I like players. the running back, um, yep. Brian Robinson, the yep. kid out of Alabama. They got a good team. They just don't have a quarterback, coach, or owner. <laughs> J-Mac with the news. Well, that's the news. And thanks for stopping by. The Herd Lie News. I, I did think, you know, talking about injuries, this is really interesting. So Channing Crowder was on the show yesterday. He's a former Miami Dolphin, great linebacker, and just a really, really pivoted very well to a broadcasting and a podcasting career. And, and I asked him a question. I said, um, he loved Tua, and I'm, I've always been a little uh, reluctant, reticent to put my arms around Tua. He's small. There's injuries. It feels like every deep ball is underthrown. Uh, and, and I asked Channing, I said, listen, with the latest developments, 
Teddy Bridgewater's hurt. Tua's hurt. Going up against Josh Allen two times a year, would you move off Tua? Here's, here's his thoughts. He's a talented dude, but as you see him, getting concussions off not devastating hits. That's the thing with Tua that I'm concerned with right now. Super capable guy. You saw the stretch he had when they were winning, when he was having 300-yard back-to-back games in the MVP conversation, but then he gets hurt again. They were a loaded roster. They looked great on paper, but so many injuries just killed this team, and the biggest one is Tua Tagovailoa not being able to stay healthy. That's an adult conversation. We've got to have the ability to talk about that now because – if in this league, you're, I mean, if you start looking at the best quarterbacks, the 20 best quarterbacks in the history of the league, Drew Brees is the outlier. They're big men. Aikman was a big man, and Peyton Manning was a big man, and, and Tom Brady's a big guy, and Big Ben was a big guy, and it's a thing. Sean Payton was on my show earlier this week, you know, and we, we talked about, you know, did the pendulum swing too far in the NFL where Russell Wilson had success And then we started saying, well, size doesn't matter. Now, years ago, maybe we were so rigid and too beholden to size and arm strength. But have we gone the other way? Has the pendulum swung the other way where now we're like, ah, it doesn't matter. My guest in five minutes is going to be Drew Bledsoe, 6'5". Troy Aikman, these are big guys. And Sean Payton talked about that kind of prototype, bigger quarterback. Let's do this. Let's not draft small players in the first 15 picks of the draft anymore in the first round let's not let's not get away from prototype and I talked with Bill Parcells about this Ron Wolf and and those early picks have to be prototype players you have to pay attention to typing and and when you're looking at the health of players and you're looking at the size of players it matters Manziel flopped. Kyler Murray hurt. Jalen Hurts hurt. Uh, Baker Mayfield, by the way, thought he was a bigger, stronger athlete than he was. Threw a pick, tried to square up a safety, hurt his shoulder. That ruined the season for him. So Zach Wilson, by the way, one of my knocks on Zach Wilson at a BYU. I said he feels small and slight to me. He got hurt. Um, so it's it's something to think, think about. This is something I find fascinating is the number one quarterback out of college in terms of skill set is Bryce Young. Bryce Young is six feet tall and 195 pounds at Alabama, and he looks small in college football. Will Levis, 6'4", Kentucky, big arm, big arm, big, thick, sturdy kid. My NFL guys like Will Levis. They don't want to go out and get ripped for it yet. They like him. Uh, C.J. Stroud, big move, running, Georgia, bouncing off people, big. So it's these are tough decisions, nuanced decisions, but Miami's got a great roster, offensive coach, left tackle, weapons, excellent corner. They've got a lot, a lot of those boxes, and these are going to be difficult decisions. I still think they play the Jets this Sunday. Uh, Miami can get into the playoffs. That's one of the more fascinating games this weekend. Uh, Drew Bledsoe around the corner, top of the hour, Greg Cosell. If you like football, bet on football, fantasy football, nobody better. Every Thursday for over 20 weeks, Greg Cosell, top of next hour. Be sure to catch live editions of The Herd weekdays at noon Eastern, 9 a.m. Pacific. 
Hey, it's Ben, host of The Fifth Hour with Ben Maller. It would mean a lot to have you join us on our weekly auditory journey. You're asking, what in God's name is The Fifth Hour? I'll tell you, it's a spinoff of The Ben Maller Show, a cult hit overnights on FSR. Why should you listen? Picture, if you will, a world where we chat with captains of industry in media, sports, and more every week. Explore some amazing facts about human nature and more. Listen to The Fifth Hour with Ben Maller on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted, so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Decovas is a great boot brand. Love it. They're bringing a fresh perspective to heritage boot making. So they've carried forward all the time-honored traditions and quality you find in a great pair of cowboy boots, but they've innovated on comfort, style, and service. And Decovas is Western to the core, offering a bunch of other head-to-toe Western staples, trucker jackets, the perfect jeans to go with your boots, performance pearls, snaps, cowboy hats, bandanas, you name it, they'll get you outfitted. As a special opportunity for my listeners, Decovis has said they will throw in one of their best-selling trucker hats or ball caps for free into any minimum purchase of $100 on Decovis.com. Just use the code HERD, H-E-R-D, at checkout. H-E-R-D. It's about a $30 value, and they sell fast. So there's always a new style and looks. Again, Limited time, just enter the code HERD at checkout to add a free logo hat to your order as a one-time gift from Decovis, only at Decovis.com. If you can't make it to a store, Decovis delivers the most premium quality and most comfortable Western goods to your door. Visit Decovis.com, T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com, and point your toes west. Ophthalmologist Dr. Strauss has seen firsthand how the metaverse is helping surgeons practice the procedures to treat cataracts. Cataracts are the primary cause of avoidable blindness. He works with a virtual reality training platform developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International to help surgeons develop the muscle memory they need. The result? More confident, capable surgeons. And even more importantly... Patients who can see. Explore more stories like Dr. Strauss's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. Well, he played for a decade and a half, four-time Pro Bowler, uh, number two in passing yards in New England history behind Tom Brady, Bill Parcells, Bill Belichick, Pete Carroll. Never did to get that that offensive wizard. Uh, Drew didn't. Uh, and now he is joining us live. So, you know, it's interesting. The Mac Jones body language thing is interesting. So, you know, I've spent a little bit of time with you. Uh, you hold yourself like a quarterback. Um, you know, you're, you're good to the fans. You're, and I've always felt quarterbacks are different I even go as far as saying on the, on the Wednesday press conference don't put your hat on backwards you got a big bank sponsor behind you you know I get crap for that but I say it's, it's like the grown-up among kids 
And uh, Mac Jones has some <laughs> dubious body language. What do you, are we overreacting? What do you make of it? You know, it's interesting, Colin. I think we've talked about this a little bit. You know, being a quarterback and now owning and running a business, you know, at a high level, they're kind of the same thing, right? At, at, a, at a high level, and, and you're guiding a team, and they're watching you all the time. And, you know, whatever you've got going on personally, whatever is happening, you know, outside of the office, you know, that stuff has to stay there. And regardless of how you're feeling, you've got to represent confidence, positivity, um, and, you know, optimism and all of those things, you know, to the people that are watching you all the time. So it, it does matter. There's there's no question it does matter. And and as a quarterback, you always have to be aware that it's not it's not just you. You, you know, you're, you've got an entire team that's looking at you and expecting you to, um, you know, project confidence and positivity. So when you look, Garoppolo's going to have uh, some movement and he's going to have a say. Derek Carr's got a no trade clause. Your friend Tommy's going to have options. Um, I tend to think, you know, it's, it's funny. What I thought five years ago is not what I think now. I look at the NFL now and I'm like, I'm not going to go any place with a crazy owner. He'll screw up everything. Uh, and there's a few of those. So let's get past that. We know none of these guys want to go to a crazy owner. Is there something else that you, Drew, would look at in your box and say, okay, this is this is really important that maybe I wouldn't notice? Well, I mean, it's the obvious things. And, you know, when, and when Tom left New England and decided to go to, to Tampa, uh, you know, obviously very smart. And he looked at all the pieces in place there, offensive line, receivers, great, you know, very quarterback-friendly uh, head coach uh, at the time. Um, and, you know, so you take all of those things into effect. And as Tom's looking to move, I mean, I don't know. He may play till he's 60 at this point. You know, I, don't, I, don't, I don't know. But, 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 you know, you have to kind of look at it like, okay, who's ready to win right now? He's certainly not going to a place, you know, where it's a three-year or five-year plan. You know, he's going someplace where uh, if, he, if he leaves Tampa, he's going someplace where, uh, you know, he thinks that they're just a quarterback away from – uh, from being a champion. And, you know, you look at, uh, at the two places you mentioned, you know, you look at, uh, at the Raiders, uh, you know, there are a lot of pieces in place there. There's a great running back and they seem like they're, they're, you know, they're close. And obviously he knows Josh McDaniels very well. Uh, the other Josh McDaniels, by the way, the, the real Josh McDaniels is my winemaker, Josh McDaniels. <laughs> um, but the, uh, um, and then you look at, at San Fran and, and boy, they're, I mean, it looks like they, you know, they're set up to make a, a real run, you know, with, you know, Mr. Irrelevant playing quarterback. Right. By the way, he's playing good. He's playing really good football. Um, but, uh, you know, I think those two places would be landing spots, you know, if uh, Tom decides to make a move. So Sean Payton said on our show earlier mm -hmm. this week, he said when you top 15 pick and you were uh, a number one pick, top 15 pick. You have to choose somebody that fits the physical prototype. No small receiver, no tiny defensive end. Go get size. And Bryce Young's coming out. He's refined and clever. He's tiny. He's barely six feet tall, and he's a buck 90. I mean, I, he looks small as a college guy. Will Levis at Kentucky isn't as refined. Big, strong, thick. And it's funny, the Tua situation, people like him more than I do, but Drew, you're six. I'm tall. You're much taller than me, six five and a half. There were advantages to your size, right? I mean, you knew that very early, right? You probably had a backup. 
that were smaller at some point. Did you always feel your size and your arm strength and your strength was a huge advantage? Oh, it is. And, uh, you know, the funny, the funny Bryce Young story, I, I, I went to this uh, um, quarterback club uh, Hall of Fame deal a number of years ago, and he was the, the high school recipient that year. And so we met him. And we're like, man, this guy can't go play in the SEC. He's going to die, right? I mean, it's just, but he's gone on to, to be an amazing player. And I think, you know, when I came into the league, you know, you had to be big and durable because that's back when they could actually really hit us, right? Right. Uh, I do think it has changed some now with, with the rules and the way that they take care of quarterbacks. And that's why I think, you know, more of these some, you know, mobile quarterbacks are, are um you know, having more success because they don't get hit as much or as hard um, as we did back then. So I think, you know, with with his elusiveness and his pocket presence, I think that he can, uh, you know, be one of those, you know, those high picks. And I think he can be very successful, but they are going to have to take care of him. Yeah. Uh, you know, because, shoot, man, I mean, Joe Montana was a little guy, but Joe was 6'2", 6'3", um, you know, and a couple hundred pounds. Uh, Bryce is a, is a little dude, but man, I've been really impressed watching him play, though. Um, I, and he seems like he's got all of the stuff, so I wouldn't shy away if I was uh, making that pick just because of his size. All things considered, um, Garoppolo, Tannehill, Derek Carr, is there one that you watch, all things considered, size, injury history, big game experience, does take Brady out of the equation. Uh, the other guys, the Tannehill could be available. Maybe Kirk Cousins if somebody makes a call. Uh, Derek Carr will be. Garoppolo. One of those guys you would lean to first. I mean, we got Washington could need a quarterback. Houston, Indy. There's a lot of suitors out here, Drew. Yeah, you know, I've, I've always really liked Derek Carr's games, uh, game. Uh, you know, it's, it's sort of been surprising to me that, that the success hasn't matched up with what I think I'm seeing in, in terms of his ability and arm strength and and, and accuracy and so on. So I, I, I don't know why that hasn't been more successful, but I've always really liked his game a lot. Um, you know, so if I was going to, you know, just based on, you know, sort of being the fan perspective, not necessarily the, the film study perspective, uh, I might lean toward Derek of those three. Um, I just really feel like there's incredible upside still, even though he's been around for a while, he's been productive and so on. I really feel like that he's got the potential to be, uh, you know, a quarterback that can win a Super Bowl for you. You know, um, you were knocked out of a football game, and again, you you probably played at two twenty five. You were six five. Um, the Demar Hanlon hit was it's something you see fifteen times in a game. I mean, I saw another piece of it last night, and I'm like, that's just such a, a random play. Um, you, by the way, Drew, you had a moment that it was pretty frightening for you. Did you when you watched that moment? Was it nerve-wracking for you to watch it? You know, the 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 thing. There are a couple of things that that jump out in that um, in that situation. You know, number one is I I, I think that for casual fans, um, and you're seeing some of the pictures here now. You know, I think people tend to lose perspective sometimes that you know football players and athletes that we're real people and we care deeply about each other, um, and that's our opponents as well. You know, there's a kinship and. And so, you know, you really get to see that this is a, these are real human beings that have real connections and families and so on. But the other piece, and this was true in my instance, uh, you know, the staff that we have and the medical staff and the immediate attention that, uh, that DeMar got on the field, 
you know, cardiac arrest, you know, if you're not in a hospital or in some place where you can get immediate attention, you know, if you're walking down the street and experience cardiac arrest, you're not going to make it. And, and so it's, it's a real credit to um, the training staff, the medical staff, and all of the people that responded to him immediately, uh, kept him alive. And now it looks, based on just kind of what I'm hearing and reading, that like he's, he's uh, showing some really positive signs. And I know that was the case for me. You know, I come off the field um, at the end of the game, and our staff grabbed me, and, and um, I wanted to go in for team prayer and go home and sleep it off. And had I done that, I would have bled out internally, and I wouldn't be here. Um, so it's a, a real credit to uh, that training staff and, and that medical staff for their immediate attention to what was going on um, and, you know, saved his life. Uh, and it looks like hopefully now he's whether he comes back and plays again is completely beside the point. The fact that he's still alive is a real credit to their staff. Yeah, Drew Bledsoe, uh, doubleback.com, great wine maker in uh, Walla Walla, Washington. That's the real name of the town. It's a great winery, and uh, the wine is fantastic. One of my, fa- I think it's my favorite cab. Uh, double any any wine news here? By the way, anything new? Yeah, and we're about to uh, about to release the 2020 vintage of uh, Doubleback here in the next couple of weeks. Fantastic vintage, you know. 2020, you know, across the entire West, the huge forest fires and a lot of um, damage to a lot of wines in California and parts of Oregon. But we made it through, and the 2020 vintage for us is just spectacular. So we'll be fired up to get that out to the public here in the next couple of weeks. Doubleback Wine, Doubleback.com. Good seeing you, Drew. Always good to catch up, Colin. Best to you and your fam. All right. Uh, really good guy. Yeah, uh, Drew Bledsoe was basically knocked out of the game. It started Brady's career. It was uh, much more serious than Drew knew in, at the time. And as he said, uh, he wanted to go for team prayer. And the doctors were like, nah, no, we got we to get you medical help right now. So uh, the news on DeMar Hamlin is very, very encouraging this morning. And to Drew's point, forget football. Just surviving, living. Uh, his family now is releasing statements. It's very positive. So puts I think everybody here on this show puts us in a little bit better mood. A uh, little, you know, positive feelings today. Momentum has moved. Uh, he is now gripping hands of people. Uh, he has opened his eyes. Um, there's some contact. The doctors are saying it's encouraging. So you know he's a young, super uh, athletic human being. That always helps when you get into a medical crisis. You see it a lot of times in sports where somebody's going to be out for eight weeks and four weeks later, they're like, they're ready to play. Uh, His youth, his athleticism uh, are probably crucial in his recovery. So that's great stuff. We all have different ideas about success. We achieve it at different times in different ways. We strive to reach our financial goals. Can't afford to make mistakes. Please don't do it alone. Get an expert. Midwest-based Stiefel Financial Advisors. It's spelled S-T-I-F-E-L, Stiefel Nicholas and Company Incorporated. Member SIPC in the New York Stock Exchange. Well, if you like football, you like betting it, you like fantasy, you'll got to get smarter. It's my favorite 15 minutes of the week. Greg Cosell breaks down what we could look forward to. Jets, Dolphins has playoff implications. Green Bay Lions, the Seahawks, Rams. There's a lot of playoff implications. Hour two and a Thursday, live in L.A., it's The Herd. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. 
the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80. Live March 20th from The Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere. Like in the parking lot at your kid's peewee championship game. A trophy bigger than your five-year-old is blocking the rear windshield of the car in front of you. As they reverse into you, you're stuck on defense. And if you don't have the right auto insurance coverage, this crash could drain your athletic fund. So switch to Allstate, save money, and get protected from mayhem like this. Based on coverage selected, subject to terms, conditions, and availability. Savings vary. Your last day of vacation and you found time for a deep tissue massage followed by a long mud bath then a two-hour nap. Because you're an American Express Platinum Guard member and booked your stay at a fine hotel and resort through Amex Travel, which means a 4 p.m. checkout. And those relaxing vacation vibes can keep going at the airport in the Centurion Lounge. Just a splash. Before you board the plane, back to reality. See how to elevate your travel experiences at AmericanExpress.com slash with Amex. Don't live life without it. Terms apply.